Hi and welcome to episode 8 of the Sheer Business Inspiration Podcast. I'm Jo Faraday and in today's episode I'm going to be chatting with Liam Norville. Now Liam is the founder of Posh Cockney. He has also become a co-founder of Hospitality Titans and he'll tell us all about that initiative. He's been doing really well with Posh Cockney TV and the brilliant sessions that he's done with London after lockdown. There's so much more to tell you. So um, please tune in and let us know what you think. Hope you enjoy. Hey guys, I'm Liam Norvell and this is Posh Cockney TV. And this is our brand new show, London After Lockdown. I'm gonna take you on a tour around London to meet some of the biggest names in the hospitality industry. And they're gonna tell us how they've adapted since lockdown's been lifted. If you love hospitality and you love London, this is the show for you. Hi everyone and welcome to episode 7 of the Sheer Business Inspiration Podcast. I'm really pleased to have Liam Norval with us today. Welcome Liam. Hey Joe, how are you? Yeah, really good thanks. Thanks for joining us. Um, before we get into the nitty gritty of, I mean, we've got, we've literally got so much to ask you in this time, but uh, for those um, that aren't familiar with your backstory and um, a little bit about you and your background, do you mind sharing a bit about, you know, wh- where you've come from, what where you've been and what you're up to? No problem at all. So, uh, yeah, I was a professional football player up until the age of sort of 20, um, a short career. Um, but it taught me a lot in those days. Um, you know, I was I was always a winner, so I, I wanted to, you know, go on and, and do great things. Uh, and in my last year as a football player, I, I was a DJ. And uh, cut long story short, I was DJing for Head Candy all over Europe. And, and then I started got into the club life game and started running my own club nights. And then went to work for a gentleman called Nick House um, at London parties, and, and soon grew up the ladder there, uh, rose up the ladder. Sorry. And um, and Cafe de Paris was one of my first clients, and it was an incredible client to have. And I spent, uh, in the end, I spent nearly ten years there. Uh, ended up as director of the of the club, and then went into Maxwell's Group, which was owned uh, which owned Cafe de Paris, and I, I was director there as well. Um, and then I went over to the Proud Group with Alex Proud for just under a year, um, and it was it was the best job I ever had, Joe, because it taught me that I never wanted to work for anyone again. I wanted to have my own business. <laughs> That's the danger, um, isn't it? That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. You find, you know, your calling, what, what, you, what you're meant to be doing. I think that's the thing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, at Cafe, I mean, I had a great time at Cafe. And I, when, when I was leaving, I was setting up my own shop then. And uh, I'm proud, called, and I said, look, let's go for another challenge. And, you know, when you've been in the industry for over a decade and you've built up an incredible client base and you know what you want to do, uh, the time was probably right to do that then, but you know, uh, I, I am where I am now. I started Posh Cockney uh, March 2019. Uh, phenomenal first year, and uh, you know now we've we've all been involved in 2020, which has been um, some would say the write-off year, but you know we, we've used it to uh, to grow as a brand, and and we've done some good things, and uh, and it's been you know I've I've got to meet you, Joe, during the time. So, yes, uh, we did, we did. I mean, it has been a year of change, hasn't it? I mean, you know. You, 
yes, the pandemic's happened and yes, it's been devastating for, for many. And, um, you know, there's there's no industry that, that's been more affected than the hospitality and events industry, um, of which we're both part of. Um, what words of motivation would you give to industry colleagues right now um, in terms of a way forward? Well, nobody's got a crystal ball, as you've probably spoken to many people over the last few months. Um, we just spoke uh, before we started recording about how everyone during this year has come together uh, collectively. Um, we'll, we'll talk about it in a minute, but I, I'm now co-founder and chairman of the Hospitality Titans, which is an organization we've put together with, um, with a gentleman called Pete Warden, who's the hospitality director at LXA. Um, the organization's all about helping people in our industry, um, top CEOs, managing directors, senior management, you know, sharing best practices, um, you know, referrals. The whole point of it actually was meant to be a platform for sort of the new world. We're, we're looking at 2021, 2022, you know, we're, we're all keen investors, we're all keen uh, entrepreneurs looking for, you know, what's the next big thing. I think if you look back in 2008, after the, uh, the Lehman Brothers uh, crisis, um, I think you had Uber, you had Airbnb, you had Instagram, you had Facebook, all these things grew after this crisis. Um, yeah. and I, I know it's slightly different, but after a crash, there's always going to be some opportunity. So we're, we've put together this group um, to sort of be that platform for uh, the new talent, because unfortunately, Joe, in the next couple of days, redundancy um, will, will kick in for many, many people with yeah. the furlough finishing. So there's going to be so many talented individuals that have been in our industry that you know, might have an incredible idea, but not know, have the right skills to pull it off, or they, they need funding, or, or they need, you know, agencies like Posh Cockney to, you know, do the marketing and PR, as well as sort of other parts of their business. So we put that together, uh, and it's been a phenomenal uh, response so far. Well, People that, wanting to know more about what it is. I think that's the thing. Well, that, that, you, want, you want to create that, that industry buzz again, though, don't you? And I know you, um, personally, you, you were one of the first people during lockdown that actually opened, you know, opened your arms and said, you know, let's have some one-to-ones, let's have some catch-ups. We had a catch-up, you know, um, offering guidance, support where you could, um, just ideas. But, but to keep talking and keeping that message out there is just so really important, um, I think. The worst thing in the world to do is to go quiet and not and not be or do things so, i mean that that's some of the best advice you gave you know us um, as a business we've just kept our you know our conversation going and, and made sure that our clients and our wider audience knew what was going on um i mean you most definitely are the sort of person that reaches out and offers support and um, did you get many that took you up on that one-to-one support at that time well, uh, you're talking about we did the, the free 30-minute consultation. Yeah, uh, you did, yeah. And we, we actually had just under 500 businesses reach yeah. out to us uh, across the UK and, and some in Europe as well. So we had a, we had a fun couple of weeks back-to-back uh, -back on calls. <laughs> Uh, I think I think we converted in the end. I think not not a huge amount. I think we converted six into clients, which is which was was fantastic. But yeah. at the end of the day, we wasn't looking really to convert. We were looking to help. Um, and you're right. You know, this year has just been about helping, growing your network. Um, I mean, there's nobody bigger on it, on LinkedIn than you, Joe. And I spoke <laughs> to you on, when you was on my when you was on my podcast. Uh, you know, it's my favorite it's just, platform. Just, I can't help it. <laughs> 
exactly. But it's it's all about growing. And if if you've used 2020 just to you know be silent, then it, I think that was the bad way to go. I mean, I didn't know you before this pandemic hit, Joe, and and, and there's many like you like that. So uh, you know, I've, I've looked on the positive side of this and uh, bring on 2021. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that that's that's the absolute way that you've got to look at it. And like you say, you've got to look at, yes, there are, there are difficulties, um, but in life, life is full of them. And you have to look at what, you know, what you're presented with and what you do about it. And, you know, as you say, you, you started, you were a professional footballer. So, you know, you've, you've, how did that affect you in terms of, obviously, you had your career, um, you know, stopped quite suddenly, really. So, you know, how did that impact you? I mean, football for me is, uh, I don't talk about it too much because it, it okay. did affect me a lot. You know, when you when you have been built up from the age of seven uh, to be told how good you are and, you know, you, you come through, you know, incredible academies like uh, West Ham and, um, and then you move, then you move to Leicester at the age of 17 and, you know, it, it's a big it's a big thing on your life because you've got so much expectation and your family sort of expecting things and you know you've built yourself up and then suddenly when your career ends you know you have to sort of you know what where do i go now what do i do is that sort of question and unfortunately we saw in the press this week i'm not sure if you saw it a young lad up at manchester city uh, 17 years old committed suicide for yeah. being um, released and you know what that happened I, I, i'm surprised it doesn't happen a lot because you know thoughts was for family and friends but you know the pressure for young kids uh, to to make it is is just astronomical. It's and, immense, um, and that there's got to be more support really for that. And you know, thank you for sharing that that with us. But I mean, if if there's anyone that can, you know, say about resilience and bouncing back and paving a new way when you're presented with something that like you say you you know you're conditioned to to be a footballer that that's what everybody anticipated that's what your career path was going to be but but you've now paved your your own successful entrepreneurial way through a completely different path and i think that that's admirable that you know that's that's got to be applauded and that's such a strong message for people that might have started somewhere and they can't continue but they they don't know what to do but that there are options out there and it's about understanding what they are and how they can adapt to that change so thank you for sharing that that with us and i know, I know it's a bit tricky sometimes when you get asked these sort of questions and it's not something you want to talk about much but i think it's important um so one thing i know about you is you definitely are an entrepreneur through and through um and there are many as we've discussed that are going to be faced with the fact do they apply for jobs or do they try and and set up their own business i mean i was quite late coming to the party i'd, I'd had a almost two decades worth of working in the hospitality and events industry but um the reason i set up um, sheer edge was because i had my son and i i didn't want to return to work full time and miss out on that time um there's going to be loads of people that have, have been made redundant or um, have made the decision actually that they want to start out so what advice would you give to them i would reach out to somebody on linkedin for example and and find a mentor or somebody that you can trust that can give you some really good um guidance you know work out what your best skills are 
Yeah. Um, try and, you know, for me, if you was on furlough, you should have been training to do something else already. If you was a bartender, you, uh, I would have been suggesting you learn how to DJ or, you know, if you're a cloakroom girl, learn how to be on reservations. Um, I'm just talking about restaurants right now and, and venues because, you know, multi-skilled people in hospitality are the future. Um, operators all over the country are going to be looking to unfortunately trim down their sort of workforce. But if you've got the talent to, you know, take on three or four jobs within a, a business, um, you know, you're going to be in it for the long game. I mean, mentorships for me, I, I use mentors. I won't mention who they are, but, you know, I look for, you know, A-list people in uh, business to, to help me through because sometimes decisions you make on your own, um, they might be right to you, but unless you've had some advice from somebody else where you can talk it through, uh, you might make the wrong one. So I, I've, I, I sometimes... You know, if I'm worried about something or I've got a new business opportunity, I want to I want to pick the brains from some experts. Um, so reach out to people, somebody you know, somebody. It doesn't even have to be in in hospitality, but you know, somebody who you trust and you know that they have got your best interests. Yeah. Talk to people. Now's the best time to build those relationships, and you know, who knows what what path you'll be on. But you know, it's it, by more, by no means is it going to be easy. You've just got to hang in there, and uh, you know, hopefully there'll be there'll be jobs for everyone at the end. Yeah, and I think that's the thing about running a business. It, it isn't easy. If it was, everyone would do it. But, you know, if you've got that resilience and determination and you can grit your teeth and say, right, I know what I want to do and what I want to go for, as long as you surround yourself with the right people, I totally agree. I think, you know, you can make a really good um, success story of it. Um, so for those of our audience that aren't familiar, obviously you've mentioned about Posh Cockney. Um, can you tell us how, how, what made you start Posh Cockney? Like what, and what's, what, what's it all about? A little bit about that. I get asked this question a lot and, and it always makes me laugh when I talk about it. Um, so Jack Whitehall um, is one of my best friends and we was going to start a restaurant together. I had this idea of the Posh Cockney. Uh, it was going to be like uh, East End food, but cooked in like a fancy way over in Notting Hill or Putney or something like that um, and when I left Proud I decided look I need I need to I need a great name for the business and I love Posh Cockney um, it's a great I thought, name. you know it's got a yin and yang effect yeah <laughs> yeah you want it to stick you want it to stick and we originally started as an events agency it was Posh Cockney events and very quickly I, I pivoted and, and added more services to the you know to the company and Luckily, when you're new, and you'll, you'll know this, when you're new, you can be nimble. So where we started as events, uh, right now, if we was just an events company, we'd be very tough for us. 85% um, of our business now is digital. Uh, that's web development, social media, PR, um, Google ads, SEOs, everything you can think of to increase your digital footprint, we do. Um, yeah. And now uh, the, the other 15% of our business is recruitment, funny enough. So just touch, touching back. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so you've had, yeah, so it's completely changed. I guess yeah. you've been really busy <laughs> for both because people always look at their marketing, don't they? In downturns, that's one of the primary things that people really need to focus on. So I'm guessing you've been stacked out. Well, there's never been a better time to um, be online because everyone's working from home. And as yeah. you know, when I used to work from home for, for other people, you know, you spend more time surfing the net. You're looking at, you know, you're just scrolling down your phone on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever the uh, platform you're on. Yeah. So it's more it's never been more important for anyone to have really, really creative content online right now. So uh, luckily, Posh Cotton 
you've been there to pick up the pieces. Brilliant. And I know you've recently launched Posh Cockney TV and also you um, we, you recorded some brilliant sessions um, that are entitled London After Lockdown. So we'll be sharing all your links so people can go and have a look at this. But um, And they were really well received and I understand absolutely why they were. But um, So can you tell us a bit about those things that, that you've got going on at the moment as well? Yeah, London After Lockdown was a huge success. Uh, I think we did 45 interviews in five days with some of the top people in hospitality in London. Um, you know, we really wanted to find out how people had uh, reacted and, and come out of the first lockdown. It, I'm hoping I don't have to film London after lockdown too, because that oh, would really no. uh, yeah. our industry. No, I don't, yeah, we, um, let, let's not think you know, about that. <laughs> I know, I mean, we're, I've got, you know, I've got a full productions team now. So we've got um, two, two videographers, uh, two technicians, two uh, videographers, uh, sorry, uh, photographers. Um, so we're, we're actually creating YouTube channels and accounts and podcasts for other businesses now. Brilliant. Not only in hospitality, we've just signed, we've just signed a client um, in property today, one in banking last week. I think people can see the, the importance of a consumer understanding what goes on behind the scenes and how a business works. Yeah. That's why I think podcasts and YouTube channels are so important because you can really get under the nails and, and find out, you know, how a business ticks, um, you know, the highs and lows. And I love seeing that, you know, the, the success stories and, you know, the, what, what, what it takes to be a, a business person, a company, an entrepreneur, an employee, you know, that, that's what Posh Connie Productions are doing right now. So watch this space. More series are coming very soon. Fabulous. We love, love, love to immerse ourselves in, in all of those things because they are really great and really topical and, and, and entertaining as well. And um, so you've got a, a beautiful daughter. Um, so taking it completely away from business for now because we, we all have a personal home life. Um, we're in the middle of a, of a half term now. Um, how did you find running your business alongside having your daughter home during lockdown? How, how did that work for you? Uh, let me just take it back a little bit on my daughter so thank you very much for the comments and in terms of business i actually didn't really become an entrepreneur until i had my daughter because i was when four years ago she could be four in november okay. she was the real focus in my life to realize what i needed to do and yeah. to be great and and to push barriers so before that you know i've been married for five years you know i love my wife and she's amazing but really you, you'll understand this when you have a child literally you've got somebody depending on you for the rest of their life yeah that's when things get real um, yeah they do it's scary is it? it you know it's great because it, it really hones in what you need to do and i think that's that was my that was my moment definitely when i had my son but yeah i, I just i know there's lots of people that have been juggling being a parent and working and you know and um and now you know almost this week it's been quite funny because it's like you always return back to that lockdown scenario where you're having a zoom chat and then a hand <laughs> sort of comes across but you're like well oh well people are used to it now <laughs> you hope would you know you know what i've done with this week actually i I've actually taken this week off officially, oh, but I'm, okay. I'm not officially, I'm not officially off right now. I mean, I'm just, I'm monitoring my team. I've I basically said to my team, I want to create a team of managers because yeah. when we, when we start growing, yeah. you're going to need, you're going to need some assistance underneath you. So I've basically given my whole team autonomy to run Posh Cockney for this week while I, uh, you know, I, I'm sort of looking from my perch and watching what's happening, but not getting involved. So I can spend more time with my daughter because I, I, 
you know, and I realize how important it is. There's no point doing all this work if you can't spend time with your No, if you ones, can't so. take that time out, it's really important, isn't it? Definitely, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, we touched on, obviously, um, mental health, resilience. Um, obviously, we've all needed to have a bit of resilience this year in one way or, or another. Um, and obviously, mental health is a very prominent need right now I mean it's always been a need but never more so this year than than you know that that's needed support so um for those that are finding it difficult to move forward what you know what message would you say to people right now mental health uh, you know I mean it's been around for for many many years but right now it's getting a, a lot a lot more focus and and rightly so um I think the fact that people are talking to people more now and opening up um, is amazing. I know people will find it really hard. For me personally, I am really bad at opening up to people and telling them, like, if I'm, you know, the fear of failure or uh, am I doing something wrong or, or whatever it may be. Um, I work with a lady called uh, Jennifer Cochrane. She's one of the uh, Titans, uh, Hospitality Titans. And she's got an um, organization called Get Ahead, and they're phenomenal. And it's all about. I think people in hospitality, there's this sort of stigma where they don't have mental health problems because they're so, you know, when you see somebody at a restaurant or a nightclub, they're always a smile. They're and, yeah. They're the host, you know, the, the smile is there, you know, welcome, you know, greeting. But there's stuff going on behind there sometimes. And I know that for a fact that, you know, when I was at cafe, I think, you know, I suffered a lot with burnout when yeah. you're sort of four or five times a week hosting people at a nightclub and, you know, having to be on show. And then when you come home, the time where you'd want to be spending with your your wife or your daughter, um, which should be the best times, you're actually drained, you're actually fatigued, you're, you know, you're not feeling your best. Um, I actually put loads of like, I, put, I was physically in the worst shape of my life. I, you know, I put loads of weight on because of the amount of alcohol and, you know, the, the partying, etc. Um, so mental health, I, I wish I had, I would, sp I would have spoken to people more four or five years ago. I love being able to help now and, you know, like I said, getting people like Jennifer on and, um, you know, the Burnt Chef Project as well. You know, th these guys are great for hospitality. So definitely to any of your listeners and, and viewers, you should reach out to these guys because they are, you know, pioneers right now. Perfect. Now, t tell us about this Hospitality Titans. I think it's I think it's time for you to tell us a little bit more about about that. Um, how did it come about and, and what does it mean? What, what's what's you know, what's it all about? <laughs> Well, I've given you, I've given a few links to the time. Yeah. Haven't I? Yeah. So talk about <laughs> um, look, the, the, the podcast was Hospitality Titans, as you know, as she yeah. was on there as well. And yeah. I wanted to put together uh, a group of individuals that were in the same boat as I was, um, you know, either a new business or an old business and needed help and just wanted to talk to people and understand, you know, what they were doing, how I could help them, how they could help me. Um, because for me, there's no point being a great white shark when when there's bloody waters. I'd rather be a pack of killer whales, you know. That's that was that was how I've been, been selling it to people. Yeah. Hospitality Titans is uh, an organisation where um, people in hospitality can come together as a family. Um, 
and and share ideas and and referrals i think is the best thing you know i want to i want in 2021 to have a, a group of people that i can i, I know will, will have my back and if there's a job for marketing and pr or whatever it may be they're going to come to posh Cotney and and because they know they can trust me and they know that you know the way i've conducted myself during this whole time you know I, i'm a company and a person that they can they can trust and uh you know for me i think it's a bit of giving back as well because like you said, I have linked with so many people this year on the podcast and PCTV that I feel like I'm in a great place to be a voice for hospitality. Yeah. And my goal with this is in the next three or four years to be the, one of the biggest people in hospitality as a spokesman to, you know, for change. Because I look at UK hospitality and Kate Nichols is great, but she doesn't know my name. I mean, I think we spoke twice. She doesn't really represent me as, and my business. So I wanted, I thought, you know what, I'm going to start something that does and I'm going to... Um, have a group of people that I can trust as well and that will help me grow and their businesses. It was, as I mentioned to you, it was actually meant to be a platform for new business. Um, that will start in 2021 when we can get our networking events off the ground properly and there's no, um, there's no restrictions. But right now we're just, we're just putting together an A team of people that, you know, watch this space. There's gonna be some phenomenal individuals within this group. And um, it would certainly be something that hopefully people in hospitality will want to be a part of and will use it um, to grow their business and that sounds brilliant and you know you are a powerhouse of ideas and I know besides all of this this going on I am sure you have uh, some newer projects as well am I right or uh, is, is that a right assumption or well of course yeah you know me already Joe <laughs> uh, um, I've actually got two new business ideas that are on the boil right now um, I'm actually opening my own restaurant very soon um, I thought, you know, we, we, we've opened many restaurants for uh, many clients and we work on many um, projects for clients. And I thought, you know, there's never been a better time um, to, to start something of my own. So um, I can't tell you what it is right now, but it will be very exciting and it should be released within the next few weeks. Uh, and I'm also starting my own um, <laughs> Baker Boy hats uh, in the fashion scene. So uh, as everyone sees me wearing uh, flat caps, everywhere I go and the, and the posh cotney symbol is uh, the Baker Boy hat. I've actually uh, designed uh, and we're just in manufacturing now uh, unisex hats for, uh, for gentlemen and ladies. So I love that. I'll send you one in the post. Oh, amazing. Yeah, I look so, forward to know, that. <laughs> it's, a bit, it's our symbol. It's our symbol. People see me in them all the time. I love yeah. them. I think they're a great uh, statement piece and, uh, you know, they're, 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 they look cool as well. So hopefully you'll like them. That, well, yeah. I mean, I, I love I love a good flat cap, and and it's only going to be the best if it's created by you. So, um, so yeah, I've I've really enjoyed having a chat. I could talk to you for hours, but um, I know I know how these podcasts and vlogs go. We we want to make sure it's it's you know has packs a punch and has enough in it um to keep people interested. So we'll share all your links to all of your different projects. Um really lovely to have you on i'm sure there'll be um, another time we have you back on and you'll tell us some great updates and um, you know some great insights there for people um, so thanks for taking the time and um, we'll speak to you again soon thanks joe and just before i go best of luck with the, the series and uh, also look out for the email from the titans to, to join the group as well so lovely I will uh, do. great to have you as part of the organization that's lovely thanks, thanks so much take care bye Thank you so much, Liam, for taking the time to talk with me today. I'm really 
love listening to all of the different elements that you're working on at the moment all the different projects and I'm sure many people will be inspired um, to hear your story and um, find out more about what you're up to um, also a little bit about um, the past and um, how that may support others um, we talked quite um, a lot about mental health and well-being and you know if anyone is affected by this we are putting links in the comments so people know where to turn if they need to um, it's important for people to talk and keep talking so um, thank you for sharing your part and thoughts on that as well um, and we wish you every success with Hospitality Titans. Um, obviously, your Posh Cockney and Posh Cockney TV and all your other projects. And we'll look forward to, to having a catch up with you soon. If you're enjoying the content and you would like to subscribe to our YouTube channel, um, we have got the link here. Um, but we also um, run lots of different platforms. So we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest. Um, and we would love to hear your thoughts and feedback on our sessions that we're running here. Any ideas of new people that you'd like us to talk with? Um, we really would love your input. So please do reach out and let us know. Our next guest for episode nine will be Lucy Brazier. And she's one of the leading authorities on the administrative profession. Um, she's CEO of March and Publishing, and they are specialist publishers of Executive Secretary magazine. And Lucy and her team have really been embracing tech um, over these last few months. Um, they ran Global, which um, they would normally do in person, but they ran their international events um, via um virtual and also they ran a exec sec tech event so um, we're going to be talking to Lucy about all of that and also um, what she's got coming up and I know she'll have some pearls of wisdom to share with you all so um, watch out for that episode um, as always if you've got any questions for Lucy please do let us know and we'll make sure that we ask them for you thanks as always for listening bye